Hey guys, does capitalism have you down? Does the constant pressure to be productive get to you? Are you tired of being a cog in the machine? Productivity porn has created business around making you think that constantly being productive will lead to a fulfilling life. However, this mindset has created unhappy, anxious, and burnt out people. On our podcast, we aim to entertain by providing useless information just for the joy of it and giving you time in the day to stop the gears of capitalism. And if you're thinking, what's the point of this podcast? Then we invite you to be a part of the revolution against toxic productivity by embracing the useless things. Welcome to episode 17 of the Very Unimportant People podcast. Do less. My name is Courtney, and I got my first sunburn of the season this week. My name is Lydia, and this week I joined the North Shore Anarchist and Anti-Authoritarian News and Analyst Analysis from Southern Ontario Association. <laughs> oh, my found God, a that was a mouthful. It is a mouthful. I don't know why is they made it like Is there an abbreviation? Like, is there a short uh, form? Uh, is there a cute little... A-A-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-
It'll be fun. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. But just lots of seals. You see lots of seals, which makes me very yeah, happy. Seals are cute. I love the seals. Seals are so sweet. The ancestor of the mermaid, if you will. <laughs> oh, boy. Which we do. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Is there anything else that you wanted to tell us about the Anarchist Association? Oh, lit- no, no. I mean, no. I don't I don't want to lie to you guys, but I just did. I didn't actually look it up. I took a picture of the sticker and I meant to look it up and I completely forgot because I've been busy mm-hmm. with exams and stuff. So I didn't actually look it up. I didn't actually join or anything like that. Um, so Lydia so, yeah. just lied to if, you? If you believe that lie, lie, psych! <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> Normally I'm very truthful, but sometimes you just gotta lie to the audience <laughs> to appease them. <laughs> Nah, just kidding. We don't lie to you guys. She did we find the association. Only the facts. Yeah, exactly. She plans whether to those facts are biased it. or biased. Whether those facts are biased, biased. or not is up to you to decide. <laughs> 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 but I mean, they... it's up to your discretion. Take these opinions with no grains of salt, unless you do your own research and you find out that a lot of what we no, say can take these be... opinions with. Oh, I'm sorry. I keep messing Buckets that up. Buckets of salt. So All much of the salt. salt. Yeah. Like, dive dive into the ocean. Yeah. Like, they are facts. Inhale a mouthful of ocean water. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Love that. Listen to is it a Canadian winter, or is there a lot of salt on this podcast? <laughs> Ooh... <laughs> damn girl is that a margarita cup or is there a lot of salt on the rim of this podcast oh damn girl is this mcdonald's fries or is there a lot of salt on here that's it i can't you think of a lot of those lined up wow i yeah that was like four more <laughs> than i could have done so <laughs> uh, thank you thank you mm-hmm. you're welcome yeah just a comedic genius you know you have to be really smart to run a podcast like this so <laughs> so smart <laughs> You yeah. have to be so intelligent too. Yeah, just super a comedian and mm-hmm. make so many people laugh just every week. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard work. We do it for the joy of it, nothing else. Just the joy of making someone smile. We are smiling. It's normally right now. just us. Yeah, yeah. We make- <laughs> we're the only ones smiling. <laughs> but that's enough. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's enough. And if you smile, that's great too. You know where there's more you smiles smile. on our Patreon, I guys. Smile. Oh yeah, our Patreon. Oh, oh, oh. Patreon. Yeah, smile. Patreon is so great, you guys. We add deleted scenes. We add funny little bloopers. Well, Courtney puts together mm-hmm. this really, really good blooper reel. Like, think the funniest blooper reel you've ever seen. That's what you'll find on the Patreon every week. God damn it, every it's week. Good. It's, it's it's really really good like, every time I, i'm feeling sad i just like watch oh, our same. blooper reels back such a good mood like they mm-hmm. are so good so funny there's little extras like we talk for another like 25 minutes sometimes about random yeah. stuff if you want to get to know us a little too well <laughs> go watch mm-hmm. our Patreon. <laughs> like every week i will say there's probably like 20 to 45 minutes of content that is just so off topic that it just can't possibly make it onto the podcast. And we don't want to put out like three hour podcasts for you every week because no one would listen to that. Mm. So that's what gets onto the Patreon. And they're really entertaining and they're really funny. So they are if you're really ever wondering like what doesn't make the cut for you guys, check it out there. Sometimes it's better. Yeah. Honestly, sometimes I like our deleted scenes more, but like they're just Me so too. off topic that I'm like, <laughs> that's a stretch to I keep know, right? that on. I always like to so. say, too, that we're a lot funnier when you put together little things we say out of context. Oh, we're so but funny like, out of context. Obviously, obviously, you need a little bit of context, right? Like, we know what we talk about. You know what we talk about because you listen to the podcast. So mm-hmm. watching the bloopers and, like, just the highlights and stuff, you'll be reminded of so all funny. the good times. Like, a Rolodex of funny memories. Like, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> the one-liners. Oh, the one-liners, you guys. So like, if you think the quotes on Instagram are funny... You haven't, you clearly have not subscribed to the Patreon because it's literally amazing. <laughs> For only $5 a month, you can support $5 us. You can give us new microphones. <laughs> nah, just kidding. Just kidding. We just want the support also, and the love and we want you to laugh 
five times more than you already are. Yes. And if there's anything you want us to do on the Patreon that you would like to see, let us know. Because, like, our first priority is creating, like, a community and a space for our listeners. So that's really what we want to do with the Patreon. So if there's stuff that Mm -hmm. you want to see on there, let us know. We will make it happen. We'll do pretty much anything for you guys. So. Just let us know. Pretty much, yeah. We're open. <laughs> open communications. Like, big open lines of communications here. We love hearing from you guys. We answer every single comment. We answer every single DM. Mostly, unless it's scams, then we don't answer it. But I even answer the scam DMs. We love our trolls, too, though. Yes, we love them. They give us joy. They give they us give so us much joy. And if you tell me to promote my podcast on Emperor Records one more time... <laughs> I will no longer be sending you cute emojis. I will be sending you angry emojis. So you better watch out. Gosh, she's gonna snap. <laughs> what is it? MP Records? Emperor Records. Emperor, Emperor Rec- Records. Records. You, gotta, you gotta watch out. Oh my god. It's coming for like, you. Scam. Yeah, exactly. I'll take you off the map. Thank you for the engagement, though. <laughs> thank you yeah, for thanks. comments. Thank you for replying to my troll comment. Really appreciate it there. <laughs> Ah, yes, yes. And now we have the segment of the podcast where we talk about the polls from last week. So last week, as you may or may not remember, we talked about mermaids and bras slash boobies. (laughs) So the first poll question we had on the Instagram was, do you believe mermaids exist? 62% of you said no. Honest, Big honestly, honestly, that's lower than I thought. That's pretty good. That's what, it is. 48, 38, 30, 38. Wait, how is that 38? No, no, no. That makes sense. Oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> Why am 38% I questioning of people do. Yeah, 38% of people believe in mermaids. So that's nice. Makes me feel good. Um, you know, feels nice. Um, okay, so the next one was about the aquatic ape hypothesis. And 57 people believe that it's possible. I'm willing to bet good money that a lot of those people did not listen to the episode. Yeah. And they're like, that sounds scientific. <laughs> but I put a Pokemon meme below. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like I tried to make the um, the question, the answers like a little bit user friendly. I said, no, Darwin apes forever. And then on the other one, I said, yes, it's possible. So perhaps there's a little bit of skewed statistics there because saying yes doesn't necessarily mean you believe it it just yeah. means that you think it's possible it's possible <laughs> so i mean that's nice that feels like a win still 57 <laughs> percent. lydia's I'm just not... crafting questions <laughs> for wins <laughs> i'm not even sure if i believe it but I go off <laughs> okay <laughs> so the next ones we had was boobies this one was for people with boobs do you wear a bra at home 71 percent of you said no Thank you. That's way too, way too low. <laughs> Should yeah, be 100, huh? The fuck? I'm wearing a bra at home. Stop it. Yeah. Don't do that to yourself. You don't have to. No, you don't. Free the titty. No booby cage. And next we have for people with booze part two. Do you feel like you've never fit into a bra perfectly? 73% of you said Yes. That's pretty close to the the stat, which is to the eighty percent. Yeah, yeah, that's that's nice. I like it when it lines up like that. Yeah, it's pretty convincing. Yeah, that's good. But also I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, but also. that sucks. So check out abrathatfits.com to get your right bra size. And I have Do to warn it. you, the results will be shocking. Shocking. Completely shocking. shocking. And I apologize. Safe to say, Lydia and I were both wearing. The wildly wrong sizes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man but i don't know where to buy my size now. me I'm neither like, what like, <laughs> i don't neither. know what to do <laughs> you can order them online but i'm also like oh, okay. i hate ordering especially bras you yeah know? you online. have to try them on it's oh, exactly wow. and it's just so much of a pain to return them and yeah i'll probably do it just for <laughs> just for the experiment but yeah you should can, uh, can you go into like essential services like and like buy clothing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 malls are open. Oh, fuck it. Okay, <laughs> okay. I will have to online shop. <laughs> Pretty good. No, but I went into stores. Like I've been to the mall. Um, oh, you have. And I've been to That's all nice. of the bra stores in the mall. Ooh, and you couldn't find which it? was two. Yeah, right, and... of course. But still. <laughs> and... 
They didn't have it. That's such So I have to check Victoria's Secret still. Mm -hmm. That sucks. That's expensive. Mm -hmm. But if you find it, try it on at least. You don't need to buy it for sure. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Anyways. Um, Thanks. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) For participating. And participate again at very.unimportant.people on Instagram. Peace to Jesus. Peace out. Peace out. Enjoy enjoy the episode. Lydia. Yeah, you're going to love this one. Don't cry, okay? Because I did. Lydia cried. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. So it's Courtney's turn to start this week. It's going to be it great. It is my turn to start this week. I'm hyped. Yeah, I'm pretty excited too, actually. I'm really excited about this one. So my opinion this week is that we might be living in a simulation. And I love this theory so much because, like, I want to say, like, maybe six months ago, I started, like, seeing TikToks about the fact that we're in a simulation and just people saying, like, oh, have you ever noticed this or whatever? And it became, like, a running joke between Janaid and I about, like, the simulation that we're living in a simulation. And, like, we always, we always joke around about it and say stuff, but it's, like, becoming more real and more real. Like, for example, (laughs) um... When Janae drives me to work, he goes down, like, the same route that he goes to the gym. And we stop at this light pretty much every morning. And one day he was like, it's really weird. Like, every time I stop at this light, a Golf R, which is like a car, stops at, at the light beside us. And, like, that's the car that he really wants. So I guess he's just, like, always noticing it. And I was like, ooh, true, the simulation. True. Like, we're living in the simulation. But then the second he pointed it out, there is never a golf R that stops there now. Oh, my. And, like, oh. the other day we were out for a walk. Dude, that's trippy. We were, like, in the forest. And Janaid was like, oh, like, it's really weird that, like, there's no birds and we haven't seen any wildlife today. Like, we normally see so many things when we're out here. And I was like, ooh, the simulation. And then, like, 30 seconds later, birds started tweeting. And we yeah. were like, they heard us. They heard us. They don't want us to know. So we like to kind of like poke fun and like yeah notice it notice the simulation and see what mm-hmm. happens that's really um, interesting but it's actually like a big theory that a lot of people have had it's basically so the simulation theory that a lot of people have today is almost like a modern rendition of the allegory of the cave so oh, greek cool. philosophers had this theory and some indian philosophers had this theory um so it dates back pretty far But, okay, the modern theory is kind of confusing. So please bear with me as I try to stumble my way through this. There's a lot of, like, physics and math that has to go into it. But basically the theory is, is that, like, hold on. Let me, let me read this quote, actually. This is going to be a lot easier if I read this quote. Okay, Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So 40 years ago, we had Pong, which was two rectangles and a dot. That's what games were. Now, 40 years later, we have photorealistic 3D simulations with millions of people playing simultaneously, and it's getting better and better every year. Soon, we'll have virtual reality and augmented reality. So if you Mm -hmm. assume any rate of improvement at all, the games will become indistinguishable from reality. So basically, the assumption is that humans, (laughs) because of this, like, rate of improvement that we have with technology that's so fast... It's completely possible that humans have actually already exceeded that and that when they exceeded what? that, they started creating <laughs> simulations of reality and we're actually living in those simulations. So, like, humanity has actually already progressed further from where we are. And no. Elon Musk is a big supporter of this and he actually says that if people... Um, like, did create, like, simulations of reality, there'd be so many different simulations of reality that statistically it's more likely that we're living in a simulation of reality than the one true reality that there actually is. What? No way. Isn't that wild? No. Yeah, so basically the theory is is that humans already progressed further enough and they started making simulations to see, like, how their ancestors lived and how we'd solve problems and like maybe to like solve the climate crisis or whatever Courtney, stop. and that this we're living in one of those <laughs> oh my god i literally feel like i'm being surveilled right now just talking about this oh my god mm-hmm. so this nick is so interesting bo bostrom 
is like the modern philosopher that proposed this theory. Um, and Elon Musk and Neil deGrasse Tyson are both like big supporters of this theory and they think it's real. Mm, oh my god, well if Neil deGrasse Tyson thinks it, I mean I And yeah. There's... And so do you. <laughs> I mean Definitely I it's don't, in the cards. I don't not believe it. Mm-hmm. And they were saying that apparently, like, quantum physics has made it so that the material universe is really doubted because the more scientists look at the material world, the more they find that it doesn't exist. Like, string theory and all that oh, are proving yeah. that, like, we the world that, that we live in kind of isn't real. So it's becoming yeah. more and more probable that we actually do live in, like, a simulation. Um, and there's some pretty crazy things that have happened. So, in 2017, a group of researchers at the University of Washington proved that they could embed computer code into physical strands of DNA. So, that's what they thought that they proved. But people are saying they might have actually just proved that what we thought was biology was actually a computer code all along. So, people are saying they might have proved that our DNA is computer code, not that... No! No! <laughs> no! Oh my god! It's trippy stuff. It's trippy stuff. And then there's another guy. There's a physicist. His name is James Gate. He's super respected in the physics world. He has, like, a lot of really legitimate theories. Um, and he claims that he found computer code embedded in string theory equations. And the computer code that he found are error-correcting codes. Um, oh, like the ones that make wait. sure web browsers work. He found like That's... legitimate computer codes in string theory I have equations. A quick thing about this. I'm kind of confused as to how we have the same code as the simulation. Like how I mean, is our com- like how can we find bits of computer code like mm-hmm. in DNA for example, like you said? We like, didn't why find... would the simulation create different code for us to use? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm <laughs> not, I'm not the person running the simulation. It. But they didn't True. find that... Um, they didn't find computer code in our DNA. They just found that they were able to embed computer code into our DNA. That was okay. their finding. But people who support simulation theory are saying that they might have just proved that the DNA is computer code because they were able to do this. They might just be like well, yeah, you could do that all along because we are computers kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the theory. Uh, yeah, I don't know why they would let us figure out. Maybe that's <laughs> one of the simulations. Is Maybe that, it's like, like how to win the game. Yeah. Like, once you figure yeah, it out see and how then long. we create another simulation. Because once we figure out how the simulation is made, we become aware mm. of the simulation and then we make another simulation. And then they have no idea. And we try to figure out how they solve global warming and then we use the same thing to solve global warming does that mean we're working at different speeds of time than the simulation masters let's call it because if they're trying to see how we would solve a problem does that mean we're working faster because technically they would be trying to figure out how to solve their own problem right so we're working yeah i mean it's totally possible dude that's so crazy it's totally possible and like that's the weird thing about this theory is that like it's kind of hard to like disprove or come up with bigger theories about it because like, if we are in a simulation, there's no way of saying really, like, what the point is or what people are looking to do with the simulation. Like, there's no way for us to know that. It's just sense. Um, it's just life. <laughs> the game of uh, life. <laughs> and some people talk about aliens. Aliens is another weird thing about how, like, we've spent a really long time looking for aliens in outer space and we haven't found them. And it's likely that if there are aliens, they're a lot more technologically advanced than we are. And so some people say that the reason that we haven't found aliens is because they figured out how to escape the simulation and we're the oh last ones left. Oh my god! <gasps> no! That's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, what business do the aliens have helping us out of the simulation? Like, that's our own problem. Right? Right? And, like... So, when we always... lose, like, do we die as a society? Like, what? That's the thing. Like, there's no theories. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> like, we don't know. If, okay. If it is a simulation, what the point is or, like, what the end is. Um, wow. But I think that's an interesting theory because they always say that, like, other planets that they find are, like, barren and you can't live on them. Yes. But what if, like... That's because other civilization, civilizations have been there and, like, maybe, like, destroyed them already or whatever. 
the code and the then code they, just like they just canceled and they figured the code. out how to like get out and they just left they the... typed in bracket delete <laughs> semicolon <laughs> gone and they yeah they escaped so that's an interesting Bruh. theory that's so trippy um and people are kind of like scared of simulation theory um because it basically says like that if the simulation theory is real our lives are kind of pointless like this Uh, one guy is quoted he's an economist his name is robert hansen and he says your motivation to save for retirement or to help the poor in ethiopia might be muted by realizing that you're in a simulation because you will never retire and there is no ethiopia which which was wild to me too because like i was thinking this week about how when you go on airplanes yeah there's really no proof that you're in a new place like you go up into the sky and then at some point you go into the clouds so high that you can't see what's below you and then you sit on it it doesn't really look like you're moving all that much and then you just come back down and you assume you're in a different place yeah but there's not really any proof you're in a different place so like maybe the other places Ah. in the world don't exist maybe i but the ethiopian people aren't they also a part of the simulation like wouldn't they also be humans in the simulation trying to figure out how to get out of the simulation technically they could be but they also could not be why do we assume like the thing about simulation theory (laughs) but the thing about simulation theory is like you don't really know where it begins and where it ends yeah so like in theory the simulation like everybody outside of canada could actually be like just parts of the simulation and not like Mm -hmm. humans or actors in the simulation right and so like if you think that you're going to america maybe they're just simulating america and there's all these people who are around you that aren't actually like there they're just part of the simulation or like what if you're part of the simulation or what if i'm part of the simulation what if there's only one person what if there's only one conscious person here yeah like what if you like from your perspective what if i'm No, 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 no. Courtney, stop. No. I can't be alone in this world. No. But, like, it. once you start thinking about simulation theory, like, these are all the things that are possible. (laughs) It's really, it's really wild. Um, I will move on, though, because I don't want to freak you out too much. So, (laughs) they also, they also say that, like, paranormal activity could be just the simulation glitching. So, you know, when you hear stories about, like, there being a storefront there one day and then the next day it, like, disappears. Or, like, Mm. deja vu or, like, things like this or, like, seeing something and then it's not actually there are just glitches in the simulation. It's just, like, resetting the simulation or, yeah, go. So I went camping with me, <laughs> with me and my two friends, okay. and we we went to the store and we were buying instant coffee and we bought this one thing of instant coffee and we made sure that we only had one because we were only going for three days. Okay, so mm-hmm. we go, we make the coffee, whatever, everything's fine. The trip ends. Okay, I remember so clearly when my friend dropped me off at my house, we took the instant coffee out and put it in this blue LCBO bag. And it was my bag and I took it into my house because I really liked instant coffee at the time. I don't anymore because it's disgusting. That's besides the point. I put it up. I'm like, okay, good. The instant coffee is there. And then three days later, my friend calls me and she's like, why didn't you take your stupid instant coffee? I don't want it. And I was like, what are you talking about? I've been drinking it for three days. And she was like, no, I took out instant coffee from our from our packaging, from my cooler and I put it in my shelf and my mom asked me about it the other day because I don't drink instant coffee. Nobody in my house drinks instant coffee. Now there's two instant coffees in this world and we st- we have no idea where it came from. No idea. Because we know for a fact that no one else had bought it. We only used one bill for the groceries. Like no one else brought instant coffee because who owns instant coffee realistically, right? And it's we, there's just two of them now. It just got separated or something and now there's just two of them. And there you go. <laughs> like that's that's the glitches in the system and there's like entire reddit threads dedicated to people like talking about glitches in the system about oh, like i believe it them remembering like their family members saying that someone died and then like two years later they go to a family reunion and that person's there and like no one remembers what? like that person dying or okay i was that gonna i was gonna say this to later but i'll read the story now because it seems like okay. we're on this topic <laughs> i just like yeah. picked one that i really liked that wasn't yeah, too yeah, morbid because yeah. some of them are kind of morbid um 
Okay, so I thought this one was kind of funny. So this person, it's called Where Is My Kid? Okay. Uh-oh. So it says, I have four kids. I know I have four kids, but recently I feel like there should just be another one, but it's missing. When we go out, I headcount and I get flustered because I can't find the extra one. I have to consciously remind myself that there are only four, but my heart just doesn't believe it. Um, oh my well, God. I, just put it, I just put it down as one of those group <laughs> feelings and push it aside. Then my parents sent money to my kids. They sent $500. I called them and asked them uh-huh. why they put in so much. They were confused and said they told me that they were sending 100 per kid. <gasps> I reminded them that I only have four kids. They were silent for a moment and then just kind of laughed and said they must be getting old because they were thinking there was five. Oh my God. Then tonight, my daughter <gasps> walks in the lounge room. Bumps. <laughs> she looked around and said, I know we're all here, but our family feels small. My son agreed. <gasps> no. I hadn't said anything to anyone about the feelings lately. Um, because they already think I'm ancient and forgetful at 40. And then it just says like, thanks for reading this if you made it so far. Oh my god. Isn't that wild? I so have like, goosebumps everywhere. <laughs> an example of that's potentially so a glitch in the sad. system of feeling like something is missing or like remembering yeah. something that actually isn't there. Like this person thinks that she has a fifth or like feels like she has a fifth child even though there's only four. Whoa. And that brings me to the Mandela effect. Okay. Whoa. Oh wait, I have another quick oh, yeah. story. It's about Go ahead. The I love I love glitches. I love glitch stories. Go. I I um, had this cat since I was really, really young, and she mm-hmm. died like three years ago. Mm-hmm. And I still see her in my house. I swear That's to God, so creepy. I have like so I many goosebumps. I swear to God. <laughs> since this, like last night, this morning, every time I talk about simulation theory, goosebumps. But that it's is that's, so trippy and it's weird. I've always just thought it's like my brain just kind of being like, no, she's yeah. still there. But now. Like, what if it's just the the glitch being, like, because I've had her for, she was, like, 18 years old. Like, I had her Mm -hmm. for a really, really long time. So what if the glitch is just, like, oh, yeah, she's not there anymore. New cat now. (gasps) Oh, that means our cats aren't real. Unless we're in their simulation. (laughs) (laughs) The cats are the real simulation. Yeah. Yeah, so that was okay. A Mandela effect. This one's crazy. okay. The Mandela effect. So the Mandela effect is actually named after Nelson Mandela because mm-hmm. there are a lot of people saying that they remember his death being covered on TV news in 1991, and it's even written in a book that he died while he was in prison in 1991, but he oh, actually wow. died in 2013. So there's so right, many people who remember him dying then. But he actually didn't. That's okay? kind of insane. Like I don't, I don't trust it. Okay, and there's like a lot of examples of these of like everyone or most people remembering something as one thing, but it's actually something else. Um. So one of the things is, you know, in the movie Star Wars, the famous saying that's mm-hmm. like Luke, I am your father. That's mm-hmm. not the saying. The saying right, is it's... no, I am your father. No, it's not. It is. It is. Watch the clip. It's no, it's no. not. I am your... It is. That is it. That is it. No, it's not. He, when does he say Luke? He, he, like, he doesn't. Like, he's just he talking says- to Luke. He says, no. <laughs> what the fuck? I am your father. Like, no, comma. I am your father. It's not Luke. I am your father. That's so weird. Why did... Wh- wow. Wow. That's... And, like, the theory is basically is mm. that, like, this thing happened and then... Um, they like basically rewrote history. Whoever is doing the simulation was like, "Oh wait, no, I don't want it that way. We're gonna change it." But like everyone still remembers the way that they had yeah. initially wrote it, and they just make it chalk it up to them being crazy. And then obviously everyone remembers it wrong. Mm-hmm. All three million people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mandela effect is us remembering things one way, a bunch of people remembering things one way, but for some reason it's not that way. And when you look at, like, old Febreze bottles or whatever, or, like, old Monopoly games or old books of the Berenstein Bears, it's it's the wrong way. And everyone feels like it's mm. the wrong way, but it's that's what it is. Interesting. And we all just misremembered it conveniently. 
Why would they give us these hints? Why would the simulation masters give us hints like this? Do they want us to win? Are they rooting for us? I don't know. Is this what they did for the aliens? But the aliens were much smarter than us and figured it out a lot faster how to get out. Like there's some scientists that say that we need to stop trying to prove or disprove simulation theory because they believe that if we disprove it, the simulation will end. (laughs) So there's some people that are like, you need to stop looking. Oh to see my if it's god, real wow. That's like a really deep, deep leveled belief mm-hmm. that like the simulation is real because then like true, like if you were to just stop the simulation, then we would all just stop moving. Mm-hmm. What would happen to our consciousness? Do you think it would just like turn off or it would just like stay in our bodies unmoving I forever? Stuck yeah, I know way? I'm like stuck between am I like a simulation, like a robot in some sense, and if the simulation ends, I end. Or am I a person in a simulation and if the simulation ends, I just go back into whatever world there is and then they put me into a new simulation and like erase my memory right. or whatever. That's what I'm stuck between. I don't know which one I am. So I don't know if I end if the simulation ends or not. Yeah. I mean, I have no idea. <laughs> That's a great question. Yeah. Wow. Holy shit. I... Oh my God. Scary. What's the point of anything? Right. Exactly. And then I had like I mean, a few more examples for my daily life that I just wanted to kind of end this off on. One of them was somebody mentioned in a TikTok once again. That's where all my, where all my social interaction comes from right now. Um, <laughs> that they had never seen their neighbors bring in groceries before. And I right. have not either. Me neither. And further than that, I haven't even seen my landlord bring in groceries and she we live in the same house oh, she lives in the trippy. i've never seen the, any of them bring in any kind There's of food a very strong possibility that you could just miss it every time though That's has she true. ever seen you bring in groceries yes okay <laughs> and but even when i think back to like mm. when i was living in other places i can't remember ever seeing and i mean it's possible that that's something i would easily forget because it's really not that interesting super relevant but it's something it's something to think about another thing that was kind of creepy that happened last night was i was going through like the tiktok feed of um simulation theory because i wanted to see some like glitches or whatever and there was one video and it was like a scene from rick and morty but i didn't i don't watch rick and morty so i didn't know and i was sitting beside janaid and i was like oh like this is kind of cool and then he was like Mm -hmm. what you don't watch rick and morty and I was like, LOL, no. And I flipped to the next video. And the next video said, what? You don't watch Rick and Morty? Those were the first what? lines of the next video. Like, word for word, what he had just said to me. And I was That's like... so weird. <laughs> I had to, like, turn off my phone for a minute. I had been deep diving That's in, like, glitches. So and I was like, that was, that was too much for me. It was too oh much for me. Oh, my God. That's fucking wow. Isn't that creepy? <gasps> I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Ah! Well, you would have to think that these clues are being put here for us to figure out. Mm-hmm. It's like, either that or, or like... Or they're really bad coders. <laughs> or they're really bad co- coders. Or like the simulation that they put us in, like we're starting to become advanced enough to start to figure it out. That's like that. that's another theory. Like we're starting to figure out that we're in a simulation because of our advancements. So does this- does this mean that there is only a certain level of advancement that you can reach and there's like a pinnacle of advancement because if we're starting to figure it out Mm -hmm. the simulation masters should be in a position where they are constantly advancing quickly as well Mm -hmm. and they are putting all their focus on keeping the simulation running so that nobody knows they might not be putting all their focus on that like Mm. these in theory these like theoretical people that could be running the simulation like, they have lives, too, right? Like, they're not just sitting in front of a computer 48 hours <laughs> a day running. Yeah, job. exactly. And, like, there's <laughs> presumably a society out there that they have to, like, participate in. And they yeah. probably have families and friends and, like, other things to do. It's not like that society's sole purpose is to do simulations. Like, the right. theory is that they just, like, created simulations and they're, like, just letting them run. Like, there's multiple different realities or whatever. That's so cool. And we're just starting to figure it out, maybe. That's so cool. Oh, my God. Have you heard of um, reality shifting on TikTok? No. I 
it's this thing that these like little kids are doing i saw it on youtube the other day i don't watch little kid tiktok but one of my favorite youtubers odd ones out plug um, <laughs> posted a video about reality shifting and about how like kids genuinely believe that you can like take your consciousness out of your body and put it into a different reality like a different timeline because every choice you make like leads to another timeline but Mm -hmm. you can like take your body out and like just go into another timeline if you want and people use it to like go to hogwarts (laughs) go to all these places and his point is like why do you think that hogwarts is real like what (laughs) no decision you ever would have made would lead you to hogwarts (laughs) It's so true. why do you think that Hogwarts is weird? I don't know. It was just very interesting. But it's kind of kind of trippy that like people people believe yeah. that you can exit your body, your consciousness, and then just leave this timeline and just go into another one. Mm-hmm. Multiple realities. Yeah, it's it's freaky stuff. So when you start thinking it about advantage. it, it starts taking over. I don't know. I think the way that I use it to my advantage is, for some people, I think this idea is scary, but for me, I find it comforting that my mm, life doesn't matter that, that much. It's, totally not a de- that. it's not a depressing thing, but it's just, like, this thing that I'm stressing out about, like, <laughs> is it doesn't matter, you know? Like, if this is a yeah. simulation, like, it doesn't really matter that I'm stressed about, like, the mark that I got on a paper or, like... I don't know, an awkward situation that I was in or whatever it is. Like the idea that it doesn't really matter is kind of comforting to me. And that I can just like, maybe just yeah. like enjoy the simulation and have fun. And like, I don't actually have yeah. to like these things, the consequences that I think are happening are not actually like real consequences. So mm-hmm. that's how I think you can use it. I like that. And like, like many philosophers say, well, like one philosopher, I don't remember what his <laughs> name is, but cheers to this philosopher life is meaningless the only way you can get meaning out of it is to just create your own meaning Mm -hmm. like just do what your own definition of meaning is whether that's sticking with your responsibilities that you have doing something that you think will provide meaning then it will provide you meaning Yeah, I think it's a lot of fun. I really enjoy simulation theory. It's a lot of fun to start, like, thinking about it in your life when things happen. Yeah. Like, when I lose something and then I find it somewhere that I already looked for it, I'm always like, ah, glitch, glitch. When you start, like, thinking about it, you find a lot of glitches. Yeah, that's so true. And if you ever want to freak yourself out, go on Reddit. Go on the glitch. What is it called? Forum? In the glitch in the... Oh, in the Matrix. subreddit. Subreddit. Yeah, go on there and read some of the stories. Some of them are wild. Creepy. <laughs> I don't like it. I, li- I don't like it, but I also do like it. I, mm-hmm. I get what you mean completely by the fact that it's meaningless and it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. We're just trying to figure out big problems. gonna i'm gonna read a short story to you now get prepared a little bit i like starting with a short story i feel like it um it really really introduces us to things it does helps like draw us in (laughs) um it's it's sort of okay whatever i'm just gonna play it out and you're gonna get the feel okay okay have you ever been in this situation you're in grade five it's a friday afternoon in the summer you have to change into your gym clothes to run in circles inside the gym you can barely breathe because it's so humid Nobody is having a good time. And since it's the end of the week, the teacher is exhausted. It seems like you've been running in circles forever. And a small mercy comes in the form of the teacher blowing the whistle, signaling everyone to stop running. And she says, gather around, y'all. Stand in a circle around her, awaiting further commands. All you want to do is spend this time outside pretending to participate as you play soccer or volleyball. Instead, she says one word. Dodgeball. (laughs) Half the class starts groaning, but most of them are thrilled and whispering yes to each other and already buddying up to be on the same team. Then the teacher asks a question nobody ever wants to hear. Who wants to be a team captain? (laughs) You know what this means. Not only is your classmate 
on the ult- on the ultimate power trip of choosing a beefed up team and single-handedly contributing to the other team's desolation, but you will probably be picked last. Hi. Welcome to the second half of the Very Unimportant People podcast. Today I want to talk to you all about why dodgeball should be banned from gyms everywhere. <laughs> As you can see, I may have a little bit of a personal vendetta. But I want to start like with it. something that I think we can all kind of relate to. Okay. Is that there is no worse pain for a 10-year-old, 12-year-old, whatever, than being hit in the side of the face with a ball going like, it feels like 20 kilometers an hour. <laughs> it just hurts <laughs> so badly. And even if it doesn't hurt, it'll make you tear up and the impact is enough to make like everyone else think that you're a baby and that you can't handle pain. <laughs> and you're like, no, no, it's not because of that. It's because like it hit me right in the nose and like now I'm tearing up, but it doesn't even hurt. And then you have to go to the office with the person who whipped the ball and then you have to get ice and then you need new glasses because <laughs> someone fucked you up. Oh. <laughs> is that a real experience? Maybe. Your glasses break. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. Okay. So, in conclusion of that short little point, I mean, I don't... Like, why are we doing this? It causes so many goddamn injuries. In 2014, in British Columbia, 28 dodgeball injuries resulted in hospital visits. People sprained their thumbs and ankles from, like, throwing balls, but also they get concussions. There was a mm. seven-year-old girl who was caught in a tangle of people and she broke her elbow when she <gasps> fell. <laughs> there was a boy. This is kind of sad. He had to sit out of dodgeball because he had a dental dam due to like a car accident that he was in. And while he was sitting out, he got a ball whipped at his face so hard that it shattered the dental dam. <laughs> and he had to get a new one. Isn't okay, well, that's so just mean. Sad? It's dangerous. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so here's what I'm saying. <laughs> Allowing kids to throw things at each other, I feel like should be a red flag. This should be something that we take, you know, maybe consider a little bit more. Mm-hmm. We don't allow snowballs to be thrown during recess. Yeah, We don't like it when people throw erasers and erasers are pretty much harmless. So why do we allow people to whip the shit out of some balls at each other what? in the name of a sport? What kind of balls were you using when you were in... Like, what kind of basketball oh, like you play dodgeball with? These, like, oh, these fucking awful, like, Were they, like, the alligator? red. Pardon me? Were they, like, foam on the inside? No. They had air on the inside, girl. Oh. They were crazy. Do you know the ones I'm, I'm understanding now. I'm understanding. <laughs> I'm understanding. <laughs> They're, like, kind of bouncy. They're, like, huge. You can barely wrap your tiny little hand around it. And then they also have mini ones, which you would think are better. But they're actually worse because they're easier for people to whip across and whip even faster. And then you don't even see the coming. And then next thing you know, you're fucked. Horrible. Is it promoting oh. bullying? This is the okay, real question. I, I see that one. <laughs> I see that if, argument. Even if... Here's one side of it, okay? Even if teams okay. are randomly selected... Which, like, say that the team captain thing didn't happen. If teams mm-hmm. are randomly selected, people on the other team can still gang up on someone. Yeah. And they can still hit, like, three or four balls at the same time at them to get that person out. Some people in the news have called it legalizing bullying. <laughs> it's like allowing dodgeball to continue. <laughs> and then obviously... What do you mean legalizing? No one's legalizing dodgeball. It's a game. <laughs> legalizing <What>? bullying <laughs> through dodgeball by turning people into human targets <laughs> and by allowing people to whip them. And obviously it shows like the physical differences in people. Like some mm. people have more strength. Some people have less agility. And it makes it much easier to single people out for those reasons. Um... I mean, a physical education, obviously, is very important, but I feel like dodgeball just isn't it. Um, I think one of the reasons probably is that if you get out within the first, like, five seconds of the game, you pretty much spend the rest of the time just sitting down, standing up, like, talking to your friends, whatever. So I don't think that the, the oh, it's really important. It's like a sport. Like, don't you want your kids to be physically educated? Obviously, I want kids to be physically educated, but I feel like dodgeball isn't really helping them because then the people who fucking hate physical education will be the people who are also out and have to sit there and get like, get to hang be out. like whipped and be unincluded. <laughs> well, yeah, that's one way of looking at it. You just get to hang out, which obviously is like really fun. You get to hang out with all your friends, but like, 
then you're gonna be like, no, I hate physical education now and I never want to do it again. And you're gonna associate it with some really sad experiences, like getting low-key bullied by people in your class. Because <laughs> you I... can't move fast enough or you can't whip a game fast enough. I I do not share your opinion. Aw. I'm sorry, but I do not share it. I really loved playing dodgeball when I was in school. Mm-hmm. Let me say first that we used balls that were foam on the inside and then they were like coated with like a plastic outside. So it sounds like they may be a little bit softer than what was being thrown at you. <laughs> sounds um, like they were. <laughs> but like I never participated in like traditional sports. Like I was I was like a swimmer when I was little, so I never mm-hmm. played like soccer or volleyball or whatever and I really hated in gym class when we would have to play those games because like most other kids like played soccer and stuff and they were like really good at it but I I just wasn't and I really hated those games and like I felt like dodgeball was something that like you really didn't need to have a skill to have like yes people who were bigger and stronger could like throw the ball harder or whatever Mm -hmm. um but like it was kind of nice for me because yeah, you didn't like need a skill that. to do That's it. You could just do it. View of it. I and love then that. <laughs> yeah, like I remember people like teaming up and like all throwing balls at somebody at the same time. But from my memory, it wasn't like a bullying thing. It was more like people would team up and try to get out the person who was a really good player really oh. early on. So it wasn't necessarily a bullying thing, but I could see how that could be taken the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And if you're all, I mean, I see what you mean. Like it could be a really person. good, but it's a strategy. Yeah, it's sad. It is a strategy. strategy That's what I was about to say. Person. It's a good way of teaching people how to strategically think about trying to get the best player out so that you could end up winning. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's definitely valid. And I just felt like it was fun. Like I always hated <laughs> like the yeah. sports because there's like so many like rules and you have to like wait and like, you can't do this and you have to do that and you have to kick yeah. it there. And like, but dodgeball was just like, okay, go. And there was one rule. It was throw ball at other side. Can't hit face. I wish I had your dodgeball so joy. It was fun. It I enjoyed like it. Fun. I feel like dodgeball was always monopolized by people. And then everyone else was just kind of like, yay. It's like two people playing, like three people playing. And then like, if you're lucky, you get to throw one of the balls and obviously someone's going to dodge it. Like it wasn't really like a team thing. <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe this is just my school. I'm starting to think that maybe this is the only. It was just like the nature maybe. of the people in the school. And did you enjoy gym class just... though? Not always. Okay. No. Yeah, because I didn't like gym class, and so I was totally fine if like I had gotten out of the game early and just like got to hang out. That was yeah, really okay yeah. with me. And I get what you mean about, like, other sports, too. Like, I hated playing other sports as well. Like, I don't know what the alternative is. I don't have an alternative. I'm just saying dodgeball fucking sucks. <laughs> but, like, playing basketball and stuff would be awful because obviously you're the one person who's bad at basketball. And mm-hmm. everyone else is, like, just passing around you. And it feels terrible because you don't want to be the only one who's bad at basketball. But you are. You are. I don't know. Maybe, like, sprints. <laughs> But that doesn't sound fun. No, it doesn't. That sounds was, like, right? fun. It was, like, a game, not, like, a sport. Yeah. Which is why I liked mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I mean, typically, like, it ha- it's supposed to have, like, like, numbers and goals and stuff. But, I mean, it does sound like a lot of fun. I have, like, a quick quote from this guy. <laughs> um, he was, like, um, he believes that dodgeball remains relatively popular among physical education teachers in large part because the types of people who become physical education teachers were probably the students who were good at dodgeball, <laughs> which I thought was really funny. <laughs> that 100% makes sense to me. Right? I think we too, all I think too. we all like know who we're picturing when we say the people yeah. who were good at dodgeball. Yeah, exactly. And other physical education teachers, I mean, you know what they say about PE teachers. <laughs> <laughs> Those who can't teach, teach PE. I don't think that's true, by the way. It's just kind of funny. They also say that about French teachers and drama teachers and English teachers. So, you know, it's not just one thing. It's equally spread hate. (laughs) I'm still adding gym teachers. Okay, so in, um, do you know what like the history of dodgeball is? Like where it comes from? Not at all. Okay. It 
was very violent. 600 years ago, it originated in Africa, and they would throw rocks at each other with the intention of incapacitating them. <laughs> and some people um, like theorized that it went even farther than that, and that they played the game until someone died, and it was kind of like a modern-day stoning someone to death type of thing red flag i mean red flag like it's cool that it's been adopted but i totally understand this whole death thing i you know i really i really get yeah. it <laughs> it's fucking scary um so phys ed it's supposed to it's supposed to encourage an active lifestyle for everyone Promote mm-hmm. fun games like skip rope or dance <laughs> or i included basketball even though basketball like it's fun but like you know you can I still suck at basketball it. yeah Dodgeball turns kids into human targets, making the making the people dread and fear dodgeball <laughs> as an activity, leading to the rise of type 2 diabetes and obesity oh, with kids today. What? <laughs> that is my correlation. That's... Because it makes people hate sports <laughs> and hate physical activity. They're like, ah, oh, fuck, not dodgeball again. Step it on the brakes. Step on the brakes. That was the Step biggest on the gas. <laughs> Dodgeball uh, yes, causes type two di- diabetes, diabetes, yes. yeah, diabetes, yes, diabetes. John Jonas style, Nick Jonas style. I don't know which one it was. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if the science community would be behind <laughs> you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> they should be. They should be. It's a lot because the psychological warfare of dodgeball is just real. Like this, it's brutal. It's literally brutal. Um. But does the psychological okay. warfare of dodgeball discourage you from participating in dodgeball, or does it discourage you from participating in sports? Uh, dodgeball. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> I don't think dodgeball, like, burns that many calories. Like, you're not, like, there's no, not a big space to run, or, like, you'd, like, the game lasts, like, five minutes, because it's, like, yeah, super literally. easy in a gym setting. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I think you Maybe knew that, that was a stretch, but <laughs> just to clarify... <laughs> Thank you. Stretch. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I know. I just want to be gone forever. It's already banned in a couple of states in America. Mm. Um, it's banned in Maine, Maryland, New York, Virginia, Texas, Massachusetts, and then um, they also ban like other games that are just like reiterations of dodgeball. And in there was this little article about LA, and they were like Los Angeles Unifield School District leaves it up to the individual schools to decide whether they let kids make human targets of their classmates. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, like, I can it. see, I can dodgeball. see, That's I can I see dodgeball being banned. <laughs> like, I can understand that, just, like, thinking about what other games have been banned in schools and, like, the direction that schools are going with games and stuff like that, like, everything. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they ban more and more things, and everything has to be, like, safer and safer and safer and safer. So, I like, can see why yeah. they would ban dodgeball, but I really enjoyed dodgeball when I was in school. So, like, I don't have any okay. beef with it. I can understand why they would ban it, because, yes, it is mm. making people into human targets and just whipping balls at them. But, like, it was kind of fun. <laughs> I was. And, like, I I'm not a violent I, person had... either. Like, I didn't... Yeah. It didn't damage me in any way. You know, it didn't make me into a big bully. But like I just, I, I thought it was a lot of fun. I'm not gonna lie, I've was accessible. Dodgeball, accessible to a all. A couple times. Yeah. True. True. It's been fun a few times. You know, it's you know what a really exhilarating moment is when you've been avoiding playing the entire time, and then you end up being the last person. Yeah, when you've just been like you... hiding in the back, just like not even yeah. throwing balls, and you're like, ha ha ha. <laughs> and then you're last, and then you have like three balls in your hand, and there's like one person, and they're like. You're gonna who, who you're gonna get me? <laughs> <laughs> and then you try to get them, and then they get you out like immediately. I mean, I've had um, some fun times yeah. playing dodgeball for sure, but I've also had some not so fun times of getting hit in the face really hard, and then everyone being like, "I said heads up." I'm like, "You could be talking to literally anybody." <laughs> like, Did you guys like? We had rules though that you weren't allowed to like throw balls at people's faces. It was like shoulders down for us. Yeah, I mean, I think they tried to, like, yeah. implement that. But sometimes, like, things get out of control. What like, was, like, people... the gender balance in your in your classes? That's a good question. Um, pr- uh, probably more d- 
dudes, to be honest. Oh, wait. I, I'm actually not sure. It was either more dudes or 50-50. <laughs> no, but, but that's interesting because in my schools growing up, I always had, like, many more females than males. Oh, cool. And that's I think so that cool. might have an effect when it comes to dodgeball because it's a very, so like, physical thing, right? And, like... You can make it aggressive very easily. Mm-hmm. But we always had more fem- a lot more females than males. So maybe that's why I had maybe a different experience with dodgeball than you because yeah, it wasn't could... as aggressive. Yeah, that could definitely be. And I mean, the guys were the, like, oh, always the ones that made it to fun. the end, but that's beside the point. <laughs> <laughs> you still had fun playing. Yeah, the rest of us can still part. enjoy it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I fucking can't really, bro. Cannot relate. Like, I loved the times when we wouldn't be playing it or, like, when I was at gymnastics and I could literally play any other game except for dodgeball. Like, they banned dodgeball in the gym and I was like, thank thank God. Thank God it was just because of, like, you know, pain and there was little mm-hmm. kids around and stuff like that. Still very valid. Maybe little kids shouldn't be playing dodgeball. Maybe yeah, little seven-year-olds like, shouldn't be whipping balls at each other until someone's elbow breaks. But, <laughs> I mean, if it's kids banned in the gym. also, like, break their bones doing, like, everything. Yeah, pretty easily sometimes. It's like not. If you like shared that statistic beside another sport (laughs) and it was like really inflated, (laughs) I would believe you a little bit. But I think that kids just injure themselves a lot. Yeah. So I don't know if like necessarily just because dodgeball. They're also like made of rubber though. I feel like kids can fall and just like nothing happens to them. That's true. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes it's bad. Sometimes it's bad. <laughs> but sometimes it's fine. And you're like, oh, you're fine, you're fine. Uh, point is, it's brutal. It feels like it's from the freaking Viking ages. In my experience, of course, everybody can have a different experience. And I don't think we should get rid of, like, we. I don't think we should cancel um, <laughs> dodgeball recreationally outside of school. I think it's totally fine to have, like, dodgeball leagues and, like, dodgeball that kind of things because then you're voluntarily being like yeah like i'm down for this game yeah. i'm down to like throw balls and like i'm fairly good at it and i can i can do it mm-hmm. and i can do it and i choose to be a part of this and you can select the people totally that you fine. want to play with yeah mm, if you play with your friends yeah. it's not so bad <laughs> that's true but everyone like <laughs> likes each other <laughs> yeah to, like, that sounds like a little bit someone but I mean, mm. all in all, even if we're getting rid of dodgeball, I think that we should bring in like more non-sport activities to phys ed. Like yeah, capture the I flag, cops like, actual and robbers, games. like all these games cops and robbers were is so, so much fun. fun. And I love them so much when like I was younger and going through school and I really hated like all the actual mm-hmm. sports. And I still got exercise playing all those games. I probably got more exercise. Oh, so, 100%. <laughs> I think like less sports. Yeah. More fun stuff. More fun stuff. More fun. Make people Why like can we have fun. That's like, a good no, question. There's no classes just to like have fun. Yeah. Fizz is supposed to be the one yeah. that you like actually have a good time. And then sometimes you just get like the worst phys ed teacher ever. Who's like not even a phys ed teacher. Like this is why we love our phys ed teachers. Because sometimes your regular teacher will also be the one who has to teach you phys ed. And they're just like, this has happened to me where a our entire class is split up into like the same line of six people every week. And then th- we have to do like drills. Like we literally just have to like run there and back to high five the next person. That's the only little bit of fun we got was like the high five. <laughs> and then the next one would be like wa- walking backwards. And then next is like knees up and then skipping and then only jumping. And then like just this random ass shit, like never anything substantial and like, like super stand fun. in a line and learn how to dribble a ball. Yeah. Like, how is this fun? Tell me again when the fun happens. When does the fun happen? Exactly. Fun? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So that was my opinion. Quick and easy for you. Let me know if you agree. Let me know if you've also had terrible um, experiences playing dodgeball. Even if you've had like one good experience. I mean, cool. So is your Play opinion dodgeball that with we the right people, you'll have fun. Abolish dodgeball? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, just clarify. <laughs> yeah, fucking get rid of it. I mean, I like I like bringing in more game-like games mm-hmm. into, into Phys Ed. That's cool, too. But Dodgeball, just, it ain't it, sis. It ain't <laughs> it. <laughs> and I feel like that was an example of an opinion really being an opinion 
on this on this yeah, podcast. Sometimes good, our opinions that, are like just more facts talks. or like whatever. Yeah. But this was deeply rooted in Lydia's personal experiences. <laughs> yes, you tried. You tried to make some to... facts, but they were they were a little questionable. They were all very questionable. But I mean, I just I just thought you know bring it back to the root of the podcast. You know when we opinions. began. That brings us to the end of the podcast, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to Courtney's um, simulation theory mindfuck this week. Um, just wanted you all to know that I did almost cry, so hopefully that was, uh, <laughs> that was something that happened My with you guys, too. <laughs> it's okay. It ruined anyone's day with that one. <laughs> yeah, ruined your life, possibly, too. <laughs> and thank you for listening to my opinion about how dodgeball ruined my life <laughs> how maybe we should just get rid of it um, uh, we really appreciate you guys coming out make sure you check us out on our patreon everything is in the link tree in our instagram which is at very.unimportant.people you can also check us out on twitter at the unimportant ppl and you can email us at Hatersclickhere at gmail.com. And that's H A T R S clickhere at gmail.com. Make sure you check us out. And you can also find us on TikTok. And that is up to you because we don't know our username. So good luck. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's just very unimportant people. We're not but, hard to find. I mean, yeah, we're pretty easy to find. You can come on there. It's- Talk to us in the comments. We love seeing your comments. I mean, sometimes we're a little confused by them and we don't know if you're agreeing or disagreeing, but it's cool. It's just talk. (laughs) So thanks for coming on. Thanks for making us a part of your day and have a great day.